You're listening to The Fitness Lounge, where we discuss in-depth everything from fitness, health, wellness, and mindset. Whether you're just beginning your fitness journey or you've been involved in fitness for years, we have a little something for everyone. So just sit back, lounge for a bit with us, and enjoy. Hi, welcome back to The Fitness Lounge. I'm your host, Nick, with Ben. And today we are just going to be discussing how to get back into a fitness routine after a long break. How many long breaks have you had to take in your fitness journey? Several. I think the longest I've ever taken was probably two two months, maybe a little over. Really? That's from surgery. You know, shoulder surgery, tore my uh, left tricep. I, I guess, well, even, I wouldn't even say I took much of a break because I would still go and do uh, some form of cardio. Not running, but like I would walk, you know. But as far as, yeah, as far as lifting, but... Man, you talk about dedication. I think the longest I was out was probably six or seven months, and it was not from an injury. It was just, I'm I'm tired. No way I can do that. I'm kind of like that guy that if I take too many days off, I I go on the rag. Mm -hmm. Very irritable. You don't want to be around me. In fact, this happened last week. You know, we went to Colorado for my daughter's soccer tournament, got back into work, trying to, you know, play catch up and just all the everything's going on when you get back home. Mm -hmm. And Last week, I only worked out once, and uh, you could tell, you know, my attitude was a little different. I was kind of grouchy. I'm like, because that's my stress relief, you know. That, that's what makes me feel good. So Well, not only, as you mentioned, is it your hobby, so it's what you enjoy doing, yes. but it's also the actual physical chemical releases in the brain, yeah, yeah. the serotonin, the dopamine. Yeah, cause my, uh, brain, my brain gets bad if I don't do something. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have much brain in there, so. Well, I know a, a lot of our listeners um, who have – either started or, you know, will be starting, have questions about, okay, you know, what if I take long periods of break? What can I expect? Most importantly, what am I going to look forward to seeing when I get back into it? How do I get back into it? Um, I can tell you probably one of the, the most difficult challenges for anyone, especially if they haven't already been doing this for five, six, 10, 20 years, Mm -hmm. is they do have an unexpected, extended breakout from either an injury or, you know, work life gets too hectic. It could be any reason. And now it's just, they're, they're facing this daunting task of getting back in, especially if they made progress their first round through and they feel like they've slipped backwards. You know, they feel like, Oh my gosh, I've lost it. Well, we've got some good news for you. (laughs) You haven't lost it. You haven't lost it. Um, and, and there's never not a reason to get back into it. Um, so our goal for this podcast is to help give you kind of expectations, uh, maybe boost your mindset a little bit so that when you get back in, you're not, um, you're not a overwhelmed, um, you're not disappointed mm-hmm. uh, because I think that's probably the number one reason why people will try to get back in and then within a week or two they stop is the disappointment and like oh my gosh yeah, yeah. you're frustrated because it didn't go back to where they left off exactly and you're not you're not going to that fast but Ben's got some good news for you here yep so when we talk about a long break we're talking you know two or three months or longer you know I wouldn't consider a week or two a long break because mm-hmm. you know, that happens because life happens but just just know that muscle memory does exist. So, you know, you've been going at it for a year, let's say, and, and you end up having to take two or three months off for whatever reason. When you get back into it, your muscles will remember what you did. And, and you can – it'll take a little bit of time. It's not going to be overnight, but you will get back there quicker than you would if you've never worked out before. Correct. So I, I do want to make a point on this. Um, 
you mentioned that a week or two weeks is not necessarily a bad thing. In some cases, a week or two weeks off is actually a good thing. Yeah, it's actually the the thing probably holding you back from moving forward. I can tell you, I, there have been Unless times. Unless you're me, I, I get upset and I don't. You know, <laughs> like we just talked about. <laughs> Other people may have yeah, to pay that price. I got, a, I got a problem, I guess. I don't know. I've taken a week off in, in, before, and I found that when I came back, I had more energy, I was stronger. Yeah. Uh, I've and heard so that. sometimes, yeah. especially if you are doing six seven days in the gym a week right. um, a week off can actually be one of the best things you can do for your body to launch forward now as you mentioned two to three months kind mm-hmm. of an extended break for whatever reason you're the first thing you'll notice is you'll start to lose um, the, the fill or the the pump the fullness the fullness yeah, yeah you're going to start to go flat first and, and it's really just fluids leaving right. the, the muscles and so what and ben's talking about from muscle memory what we tend to think of is that well we lost all the muscle fiber and then it's just going to put it all back on the the majority of muscle memory is that it, it is the fluids that leave the muscle fibers but the muscle fibers haven't been deteriorated right. or catabolized yet right. and so when they start to work out again the, the contraction expansion will cause them to fill back up with fluid and you get an immediate pump. Yeah. Exactly. Um, very long term, year, two years, things like that. That's when you will start to see actual muscle fibers start to deteriorate and go away. But your body has gotten used to at least the, mo- the motions and it will put it back on easier. Kind right. of the same thing. And with that being said, just keep in mind that, you know, when we talk about this long break, you're not going to be able to start off doing what you did three months ago. You know, if you were repping it out, however much weight or, you know, whatever exercise and just going at it hardcore, you're probably not going to get back into that unless you're just a genetic freak. But um, you need to start off kind of easing your way back into it. Correct. You know. And the main reason for that is, you know, potential injuries. Oh, well, um, yeah. You but your body's going to fight you because it's no. been used to a state of sedentariness. I can tell you um, I probably at least three times uh, that I can count where I – stopped being as active as I was before. And Mm -hmm. when I got back into it, I tried going at the same intensity, same pace, same weight, all of that. And I'll never forget one time I was literally laying in the front of the gym, right where guests walk in, (laughs) laying down green as could be. I dizzy, the the head trainer there was like, dude, are you okay? Did you work out with Jay? No, no, no. That was how I felt when I was going (laughs) No, this was... I don't know, 13, 14. This is actually, the, the, the sad part was, this was actually when I was a trainer. Oh, so I was training. Awesome. My clients got to see me <laughs> feeling bad. So, you know, and it was the it was a pride thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, yeah. and especially from a guy perspective. But I think I think both men and women will have a little oh, bit yeah, sure. where it's like, oh, you know, I got this. I can still do this. And you go back in, it's like, oh, my gosh. Uh, more recently, I remember I was doing, like, dumbbells, you know, dumbbell press for chest, yeah. 75, 80 pounds each. And now when it, when that has happened, where I've had to take an extended break, when I get back in, I'm at 35 and 40 intentionally because I'm not right. trying. Yeah, you want a, creep, I know I can't do your it. way back to it. Exactly. And I found that if I try and go directly to it, one, I'll get hurt. But if I say, let's say I go at 60 pounds, mm-hmm. it takes me longer to start at 60 and get back to 75 than it does for me to start at 40 and right. go through the right. 60 back to 75. Yep. So there's a proper method of doing those things. Uh, less is more when you get back into it. You're literally looking for muscle activation at that point. And then when you get old like me, it's you got to start off light anyways before you get to heavy. <laughs> you got to warm up. Well, and the main thing is if you do happen to overdo it, understand that that can actually slow down your progress, as I mentioned. So if I were to go too fast, Mm -hmm. too quickly, mainly it can create, um, you know, excess soreness, which will 
diminish the amount of time that you can get back in faster. Right. Right. right? So you, now you're out for three or four days because you're just too sore, you're too tight, you can't do anything. Um, obviously, the increased potential of injury first and foremost. Um, but my recommendation would be to avoid those pitfalls. Mm-hmm. You know, take the first two or three weeks, maybe go in once or twice a week, depending on what you were doing before. So if you're doing three or four right. days a week before, go in once or twice. If you were doing five and six days a week before, go in, you know, maybe two to three days, get a good all around full body muscle activation and literally a muscle activation, not a point of failure, point of fatigue. You're literally looking for just getting the muscles firing, used to being in the motion again. Body weight stuff is fantastic for this. Right. Um, I, I usually do not recommend free weights when you're getting back in for the first week or two, unless you're doing very light free weights. That probably wouldn't, probably wouldn't hurt either. If you, if you were going five days a week, you know, if you went in and did three days a week of all body stuff, maybe mm-hmm. the other two days go in there and focus on maybe core mm-hmm. stretching or even just light cardio. Yeah. You know, you know just it, that way, maybe in your mind, you're like, well, I've been working out five days a week for X, you know, last year I had to take this much time off. I want to go back five days a week, ease into it. Like we're talking about, but you can still go five days a week, but maybe mix it up with, you know, some other things. Absolutely. Because I mean, the other, just component, to keep your mind right. Well, for someone like you, that would be the key component. Uh, yeah, I'd have to, I would have to, you'd have that. to. <laughs> so if that is the component, absolutely. And as you said, mix it up a little bit. If you're used to doing six, seven days of resistance training, maybe do just a couple days resistance training, light resistance. Yes. You know, maybe do even yoga uh, or core activation or, you know, cardio again, just getting moving, get the heart, pumping, get yep. the muscles rotating around the joints. Um, you know, that's probably going to be the, the fastest way to get to. And then in three or four weeks, you'll find that you're ready to go crank it out again. Um, that's where that muscle memory kicks in. Right. Um, so, uh, as again, as we mentioned, we want to make sure that we are using lower weight and you want to slow the pace down yep. when you're getting back into it. This is not about repping out as fast as you can. It's not about, repping out as much as you can. This is definitely where time under tension, for those of you who understand what time under tension is, for those who don't, it's literally how long is the muscle maintained under stress. Uh, You wanna have more time under tension to not only activate the muscle fiber, but actually recruit more muscle fibers, various muscle fibers, because, and we're not gonna get into the depth of this episode, but there are different muscle fibers throughout the body. Certain ones respond different ways. When you go slower, your body has a better ability to impact and recruit more of those versus if you're going faster. Right. And time, and time under tension is something you can even do if you've been you – know, I just actually got recently got into it within the last year because I've never done that before. And, and and you don't even have to have time off to do that. That's a you know We can get into that some other time, but that is a, a great workout. I would say time under tension is probably a, the cornerstone for muscular endurance. Absolutely. Uh, and one of the key points of growth – so hypertrophy, actual muscle growth, mm-hmm. and a good point for strength. Yep. So keep keep this in mind. Like just like the first time you worked out, however much time you take off for that long period of time, it, you're gonna be sore. <laughs> it's just gonna happen. Mm-hmm. If you prepare yourself for it, you know it's gonna happen. You know, don't don't be that person that's gonna be like, you know, my chest is sore from doing you know chest workout yesterday. So I'm gonna sk- take the day off. You know, you don't want to be like that because you first of all you're not gonna do chest anyways the next day. I mean, you could, but I don't know why you would do another body part. Mm-hmm. 
But if you're doing full body, if you're doing everything top to bottom, well, well that's and even you're sore more the next sore. day. Yeah, right? everything's going to be sore then. Well, and, and you, pro- I mean, let me ask you this: Is there really any way to avoid that? If you've been out for four, five, six months, is there any no. way to avoid muscle no. soreness? Even so, if even if you don't have time off, I still get sore. You know, you know, we go, you and I both, we work out five, six days a week. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but there's sometimes I get sore. You know. Yeah, I, I I know at this point in the game, at this consistency, at this long, when I get sore. That's a different type of sore. That's the yeah. the DOMS, the d- delayed onset yes. muscle soreness, yep. and that's more of an indicator that I might have overdone it. Um, <laughs> the soreness that we're talking about when you get back in after a break is more of a lactic acid soreness, right? Because it, it has your muscles haven't been being used exactly. Yeah. There's and again, there's not a way that you can avoid it. All you can do is account for it, prepare for it, expect it, and then probably the best way to mitigate it would probably just stretch. Yep. Drink water, and then if you uh, if you attained the muscle soreness from uh, weightlifting, then doing and I do mean light cardio, doing light cardio, and I don't recommend for this one. I don't recommend jogging. I would probably recommend a, a recumbent bike or yep. a, an elliptical for those because you want the motion to not be impacting. You yeah. want it to be a fluid, you could do constant. A walk. You could also walk on an incline. Yeah, even yeah. even walking. I just wouldn't recommend the jogging. Right. The impact right. will will rattle the muscles, in my opinion. And I'm just not a fan of jogging yeah. from a joint perspective. Right. Um, so. But anyway, so as Nick just said about the water part, you know, I mean, you gotta always drink water. You wanna get that, start flushing that lactic acid out and get the other chemical waste out of your body from all that time off you've had. Cause you're gonna be in there tearing your muscles back up. So you want your muscles to be hydrated. Don't don't rely on a detox tea, as we mentioned before. No. Water is going to be the key point. And then, of course, what you're eating. So in this instance, you are going to be looking for things like berries that have great antioxidants. Mm-hmm. You know, high antioxidant levels. Um, Not the uh, chocolate-covered ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you oh, want to treat bit, yourself yeah. a little bit. Um, but, again, going back to how the, the nutrition is going to impact this, what you eat will help you get rid of that faster mm-hmm. or it can help you hold on to it, which right. is not what you want. So high sugar content, you know, sodas, candies, not what you want to be eating no. in general, but definitely not what you want to be eating in, in this time of getting back into the swing of things just because it will delay your body's ability to recover from that soreness. Right. So the probably the most and crucial component, and this is, the most crucial component, regardless of whether you're getting back into it or you've been doing it for 10 years or 20 years, is rest. Yes. Again, as I've mentioned before, rest is probably the most underrated component when it comes to fitness, health, building muscle, losing body fat. You've got to allow your body to reset. Um, when you get a full sleep into your deep REM mm-hmm. sleep, your body is able to reset its systems. It's able to... Um, flush out insulin out of its system and put cortisol in, which we'll go into how that affects later because a lot of people tend to think that, you know, the number one hormone that generates muscle growth is testosterone when actually it's insulin. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things that bodybuilders will supplement oh, into yeah. the, is they will inject insulin. Yep. Uh, and so they will grow a lot from that. Yep. And so if insulin causes growth, the opposite effect of that is cortisol, which causes catabolism. Yep. And when you sleep, your body gets into a peak state of generating, you know, human growth hormone. It gets into a peak state of getting, getting into a fat burn. And you want to utilize those things. But the most yep. important thing is that when you sleep, that is when the body repairs itself. Yep. That is when the muscle fibers that you broke down 
that's when the body's saying, all right, let's rebuild this. So that's where your muscle right. growth comes from. If you want to see someone who doesn't have any muscle growth, look at a meth addict. They never sleep. Yeah. yeah, right there. So yeah, rest is important. Scott, you got to have that at so, some point throughout your, your week. Now, rest is not just sleep, although that's primarily what I was talking right. about. But you can actually take a rest day and use a quote-unquote rest day right. as a stretch exactly. day. And that is probably one of the best uses of a rest day, especially if it's your type mm -hmm. where you have to be in the gym Doing five, something. six, seven yeah. days a week. Well, that sixth or seventh day that's more of a rest day, those are great opportunities for you to stretch because that's going to promote healthy muscle growth. It's going to promote blood circulation. Well, it's and it's going to avoid your, surgery your, your, or uh, injury. Flexibility and mobility too. Yes. If you don't stretch, man, you'll start getting tight and you know, can't move. <laughs> Another thing that I see as probably a downfall is, especially for someone who's been doing this, you know, two, three, four years. Um, but I would say even beginners are susceptible to this. You know, someone who's been doing it just a few months or just now getting in right. is don't try to get back into the swing of things by doing lots of varieties of stuff where right. you're going in on day one and I'm going to do, you know, these different things. And then the very next day I'm going to do, you know, all these different things and you're working the same body part or mm -hmm. the same group of muscles. Don't try and throw variety at it. Let your body get used to the right. main basic motions again. What are basic motions? Squats, uh, lunging, you know, bench press pull in ups. some form or fashion, pull-ups, the major type of body movements and lifts. Your get, basic movements. Exactly. Yeah. Where you're recruiting and activating multiple muscles at a time. That's what you need to be focusing on. With Again, within your first two to three weeks back, that's where you need to make your focus. Yeah. Don't get into, all right, we're going to do, you know, this crazy back day. And the next day, you know, next time I do back, yeah. I'm going to do something massively crazy Completely that had different. nothing to do with yeah. any of that. Right. That's usually what people refer to as muscle confusion, and that's more yes. of an advanced technique that you want to use when you've plateaued. That is not a getting back exactly. into the, the gym. Yeah, and just keep in mind, it's not, it won't take you that long to get back to it because like we said before, your muscle memory is going to kick in. So you take that, like, like Nick said, the first two or three weeks, and then if you want to get back into the crazy advanced techniques, you know, have at it. Now, every You'll person be is different. Yeah. So we don't want to say take less time. Exactly. We don't want to set time frames for people in the sense that you can expect to see this because there's so many variables from, you know, your age, your, you know, your lifestyle, your nutrition, what you're doing in the gym, how, I mean, there, we could literally put a list of a hundred different factors that's going to go into this, but what we wanted to make sure we achieved today with you is to set again, the proper guidelines and expectations. Cause I think the, the number one thing that causes someone to get into the gym and throw in the towel fast is disappointment. And yep. as I've been taught, disappointment is simply expectations not met. So if we can ma manage the expectations, mm -hmm. we can mitigate disappointment right. and therefore we can keep you in the gym or whatever your fitness routine is, keep you in that routine longer because you have goals. We want you to achieve those goals. We want to right. help you achieve those goals in any way that we can. The last thing we want to see you do is give up on those goals. Yeah. You know, I can tell you the look in someone's eyes when you, they realize that they could have achieved something, they had it within their power, within their grasp, and they just didn't. Mm -hmm. That's it's almost like an emptiness of the soul behind those oh, eyes. For sure. <laughs> um, especially when you talk to them about it, it just comes you out. You hear it in their voice. Yeah, there's yeah. there's no hiding it. And I would say it's probably one of the most sad things to see. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe a, definitely a part and not more than the loss of a loved one. Mm -hmm. right. um, watching someone who 
depending on how important that goal was to them. Mm -hmm. But for someone who really wanted to achieve something and they realized I could have done that, um, it's tough. I, just a quick example, and I don't like to you know throw names out there, but there was uh, this young lady when I was working at the 24-hour fitness, I don't know, a year and a half ago or whatever. Over at Keller? Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, she was she was young. She was uh, post-high school. She was wanting to go into the service. Mm -hmm. And she was overweight. And the service yeah. told her, you need to get down right. to this. So yep. she came in and, and uh, I basically gave her a roadmap of this is what you should do. This is try using these machines because she had never... You know, she had no idea what to do. No idea. So, and she had she had very high anxiety about people seeing her. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I said, hey, you know what? You're coming in this late at night at like 11 p.m. or whatever. Tell you what, why don't you go into the cycling room, turn the lights off, no one can see you, and start with that for a little bit. Yeah. And well, anyways. Um, I know where she works. She She's a waitress at a nearby restaurant. Mm -hmm. And my wife and I will go in there from time to time. And from time to time, I'll see her. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Right. And I remember last time we went, I was like, hey, you know, so, you know, you go into the Air Force? Yeah. She had put on weight since she went in there. Really? And you could just see that look in her eyes. And then she rebounded with, you know, a smile that yeah. you know, kind of says, yeah. I, I, I figured out a different plan. But you know that that just wasn't what she really wanted to do. Right. And it kind of broke my heart a little bit because I wanted to see her succeed. Uh, I took a little bit of extra time out of my day. Not that it really matters in that sense, but I wanted to see her succeed so bad right. that I wanted to see her in the gym again. I never saw her in there again. And had she been in there, I would have taken extra time and maybe given her a little yeah, bit more guidance. Yeah, that's too bad. So, um, yeah, I have kind of a, uh, I guess you could say a soft spot. I have a friend of mine I was telling you about before the episode that um, didn't even reach out to me. Um, she just kind of posted that she was wanting to achieve you know, a specific yeah. goal. Someone posted on um, her timeline, you know, some improper and potentially dangerous information. Yeah. Um, and I had to interject. And since then <laughs> we've been having nonstop conversations for like the last four days. Uh, and I don't, you know, do any of it for money. That's not what right. I do for yeah. a living. It's what I do for a passion and a hobby. And so well, to see helps, that help someone, you know, help people. Absolutely. And that's why we're doing this. That's why we started <laughs> this. Um, so guys, hopefully this has been everything we wanted it to be for you informational a little bit of a shedding of light on getting back on the horse what can you expect like i said it's not going to be easy but you'll be surprised it's a lot easier than you think if you'll just stick with it that consistency is the there. key it'll get there so just don't try and go in like a bull in a china shop Ooh. and do everything all at once i promise you less is more in the beginning you'll find that that slower transition in will keep you from hitting a brick wall faster You'll, and you'll know it. Exactly. Know it. So, when you're ready. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in again, and we will catch you next time. See you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Listen, we love connecting with our listeners. So, if you have any questions or topic requests, please email them to podcast at thefitnesslounge.net. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Fitness Lounge Podcast for more updates, tips, and content. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at Fitness Lounge 3. We are excited to take this wonderful journey with you, and we'll see you next time here at the Fitness Lounge.